Welcome back to the Health Emotion Podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Evie. And I'm Alexis. And we're going to go ahead and get started with our breath work. So I like to keep it simple here. We're just going to do a nice four second inhale with a six second exhale, nice and controlled on that exhale. So you're not going to um, push that breath out really quickly. So we're going to, as always, breathe through our nose. So let's go ahead and take that four second inhale. And a nice six second exhale. Four second inhale. And a six second exhale. And one more time, four second inhale. And a six second exhale. Perfect. So Evie is going to lead our episode today on a topic that I think is going to be really helpful. And I'm really excited to listen in on this one. Yeah. So I pulled my trusty Instagram followers. Thanks again for everyone who voted on what the next topic would be that I led for this podcast. So everybody voted on supplements. And I'm excited about this. I was secretly hoping this would win first <laughs> um, because this is really confusing for people. And this topic is very important. Um, again, as always, this is not medical advice for you. So don't take it like that. And please consult with your healthcare provider for specific concerns for yourself. Supplements, they have three basic functions. There is substitution, stimulation, and support. So substitution means they substitute for missing vitamins and minerals that are no longer in the food supply. So even organic food can lack some of these nutrients too. So a lot of times people are like, well, I eat all organic, so I'm getting all my vitamins and minerals. Well, that's not necessarily always true. Our soil is different. Agriculture is different and has changed over the years, which is why our soil is depleted. And you've probably heard that to some degree somewhere. And so when our soil is depleted, our food then becomes depleted. So that's where supplements come in to substitute. The stimulation is that most vitamins, minerals, and herbs are found in some supplements. So for example, vitamin B12 provides stimulation to the liver, echinacea stimulates the immune system, and so forth. So they will stimulate different parts of the body. For support, this can be viewed as temporary support for those lacking in normal production. So an example of that are digestive enzymes, adrenal support. So the body just is lacking in that function and it needs a little boost to get back on track. So again, the three basic functions, substitution, stimulation, and support. A big point that I think is important to emphasize and I tell all of my clients is that supplements are only going to work as well as we do. You can't ignore your nutrition, your sleep, your exercise, your mindfulness, all of the things that we know truly make long-term health, and then pop a supplement and think, boom, I'm taken care of, I'm fixed. It's just not how these things work. Um, they're there to supplement the other things that you do. So please, if, if you hear nothing else that I say, please hear that for today. Um, our bodies, for the most part, they do have an innate ability to produce these vitamins and minerals that these supplements provide. So I do hear, well, my body, doesn't my body make that? And yes, for some stuff it does. But again, we need support every now and then and nothing's wrong with that. And I'm going to talk about 
how long you should be on supplements for, um, or, you know, are some things long-term or some things more short-term stuff. So we'll get into that because I think that's also um, misconceptions around supplements and thinking that once you start something, you have to be on it long-term or you only, you know, I'm going to take it for a week. And if that doesn't fix things, then I'm done with that, right? There's a lot of things that go into that. So our bodies for the most part, you know, they should be able to produce the things that we're supplementing, but again, we might need, there's a period of time where we need that. So again, they're there to substitute, stimulate, and support. Um, and then, you know, other questions I get are, I was told to take X supplement, which one should I pick? And so again, we've talked about this on the podcast. I can't really answer that in the DMs. It's not my role. And, <laughs> you know, that those are things I talk to clients about. But what I hope to do today is give you some education and some tools that you can then use to find the right supplement for you. So let's back up a bit and talk about how to even know which ones to take and then we'll get into how to pick the right ones. And I'm not gonna get specific on like, take this one for this. Again, that's not my role. I can't do that for you right now. Um, you know, maybe if we chat client to coach, that might be something I can do for you. But um, there are thousands and thousands of supplements and that's why it can be very overwhelming. I know that I've felt that way and to be honest, sometimes I still feel that way because a client will say, oh, I heard this might be helpful. What do you think? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. Like that, I thought we were going to go this, this route. So even for me, I sometimes get overwhelmed with how to know what I need for myself. And as a coach, I do have a few tools that I use to determine what a client could benefit from. We also consider the length of time this person has been dealing with the main complaint and then what they've tried before. For example, um, if someone has chronic tight muscles and they feel like they don't ever recover well from working out, then maybe we look at magnesium if they haven't tried that before. And if they have tried it, then which form of magnesium have you used? And maybe we try a different one. So we're going to take that into consideration. And I do caution you into falling into the whole, this is marketed to fix X complaints, so I'm going to take it. Because again, everyone is bio-individual and just because it works for that person doesn't mean it'll work for you. And your generic, your genetic makeup, sorry, might not respond well to a supplement that should help you based on what they're marketing it for. So supplements can either work really well and you notice a difference fairly quickly. They do nothing and you notice nothing or they don't work and you notice right away. So that would look like you developing some sort of symptom. So when you're told to take X, be sure to get curious and ask questions. If you aren't given a reason as to why a supplement was recommended to you, then that's a problem, in my opinion. Um, every time I recommend a supplement to a client, I give them a reason why. I think this might help this or this might be a substitution for this. It's important to understand that, you know, there is a why behind all of this. And you could also ask about the time frame, like I mentioned. So ask, how long do you think I will need to take this? Or, you know, what's the game plan for when I no longer need this? Or how will I know that I no longer need this? Those are all really important questions to ask your healthcare provider. And again, like I said, I'm not going to be able to get into all these things. I mean, I'm not going to start with like vitamin A through Z. I'm not going to go into all of that. Uh, as you can imagine, that would be overwhelming. Um, and probably impossible. But what I can do is provide you with some tools on what to look for in a supplement. And this is where self healing comes in. So again, I'm not your healer. Alexis is not your mm -hmm. healer. You know, your healthcare provider is not really your healer. It is ultimately up to you. It is an opt in model. So what I look for and what I care the most about is the purity. 
So a lot of companies will advertise that their product is pure, natural, no fillers, etc. But if you turn the bottle around and then you have a ton of things that are unrecognizable on there. So that to me is a problem. Uh, so one thing that you could look for is the Good Manufacturing Practice Seal. I have found this um, website that explains a little bit of it. So I'm going to read from that. Uh, supplement companies often put a seal or stamp on their website or product labels with words such as certified GMP, FDA approved facility, or CGMP inspected facility. But these should not be mistaken as indications of safety or federal approval. There is no official seal or stamp and misuse of the Food and Drug Administration logo is illegal. FDA does not approve or certify facilities or dietary supplement products. Instead, companies are expected to comply by law with the current good manufacturing practices regulations. And we'll link that. Um, in the show notes for you. But again, and I think everyone to an extent understands this and like mm -hmm. has some sort of reservation around supplements for this reason. But again, in my opinion, not just because they're not FDA approved doesn't mean that they're not good. Um, but you know, that's just something to take note of. Um, instead, what I look for is a certificate of analysis or COA. This is a certificate that companies should and I don't use that word often, they should have on their website, which provides the report from the lab that inspected the product. This is where they test for heavy metals, chemicals, fillers, and all these other things. In my opinion, if a company's product is top-notch, they're doing the right stuff, they have a really clean product, then they would be loud and proud about it. It would be on their website. So why wouldn't they want that on their website to be easily accessible? Because if I was doing something the right way, I was making a product and it was you know, the way that it should be and it was pure and everything, I would advertise it as much as possible. So if you search the site of the website or of this, you know, supplement company, and sometimes you do have to do a little bit of searching and digging and you don't find a certificate of analysis, email them. Yeah, like I'm telling you, you know, this again, self-healing, email them. Don't ask me to do it because I've <laughs> done my research and I do that for my clients, but Re at, email them, reach out to them, do whatever, do the little Q&A box. I promise you, you're not the first person to ask for a COA and you will not be the last because the, a lot of people are coming around to this and realizing like, hey, wait a second, maybe I should find out what's really in this thing. So again, if a company is proud of their product and they sell something that's safe and effective, then they're going to be happy to send it to you. Uh, they're, you know, they might not always have it on their website, but they will send it to you and they'll be happy to do that if they are not hiding anything. So there's no proprietary information in that. So don't let them fool you with that of like, we can't share that because our secret formula. No, that's not on a certificate of analysis. You can certainly get that and not get the labs secret to, you know, the proportions of what they do. They can certainly send you the COA without giving away that exact formula. So once you have it, again, not all of us are in this mindset or, uh, you know, have this education of what are we even looking for. Read it over. Look up the stuff that you don't understand. We have access to the Internet. So look up, you know, what does this mean or why would that be in there? So just some things that I've checked out is, you know, is there any arsenic in this? I look for the heavy metals because that heavy metals are naturally found in the earth. We know that. But there's also heavy metal overload that we get. And so I want to make sure that the supplements I'm taking usually on a daily basis don't have any additional heavy metals. Uh, are they using fillers? Like for me, is there gluten in there? Because I try so hard to keep gluten out of my diet. Why would I want to be taking that via supplements? So you can look at all of these things 
And if you don't see anything that raises red flags, then I would feel confident purchasing the product. I also do this kind of side note with tea companies because teas are typically high in heavy metals um, and some yucky other things depending on what they're packaged in. So I've done this with different tea companies where I've asked for their COA and they've been happy to send it to me. So then once you find a company you're comfortable with, then it's kind of easy at that point. You give them a try and then you know that you can just continue to use that company and that brand. So that's how I've collected my quote unquote arsenal of companies and brands I've used professionally and personally. I don't really have to double check supplement companies anymore because I do have a list of ones that I like and ones that continue to work. And so I just go for that. Now, what gets kind of tricky is that the ones that I really like aren't found in stores typically. So that can be frustrating. Um, So these are things that I order directly from their from their website, I have a um, you know practitioner account that I have for certain ones. And so my suggestion, and I highly, highly suggest this and recommend this, is buy directly from the website. I do not recommend buying supplements from Amazon. I've done it. I mean, I've fallen victim to that. I, I definitely done that in the past. But supplement companies have come out and they continue to come out and say, hey, we don't actually sell to Amazon. So we don't know what you're getting. Like that's, that's definitely our logo and our package, but that's not our product. And that's really dangerous because we already, you know, there's already this hesitation around supplementation. And then to get it from Amazon where these companies are like, that's not from us. That's really scary. And so you just don't know. So go directly to the source, please. Um, I don't want, you know, Again, that's, I guess, something that I hope that you take away from this, too, is don't get on Amazon. Um, another question I receive a lot is, how do I know if I need to stay on these for long term? You know, how long am I going to be on this? When do I know when it's time to be done? Well, it's up to you and your provider, ultimately. But I do think that there are some supplements that could be beneficial to be on longer term than others. So, for example... I'm a big fan of magnesium for longer term use. I've been using this uh, personally for a long time because I realized that this really helped with my muscle recovery after the gym. I, um, you know, magnesium is a, a big support to the central nervous system. So it'll help calm you down. Um, it can be really helpful for people for sleeping. So a lot of people find benefit with that. Um, it's one that generally is not going to be a concern to be on long-term. But again, double check. Everyone's Mm -hmm. different, and I don't know what your situation is. Um, But that's one that, for me, I've been on long-term. I don't really cycle in and out. Now, if we think that something like digestive enzymes or, you know, we start talking about that stuff, that's a bit different. So those are meant more for short-term things um, to help the body build up to what it's missing. So if your body lacks digestive enzymes and supporting it, by supplementing them could be really beneficial for you for a period of time. So there are some great general enzymes that I like, but for the most part, you want to use enzymes that your body actually needs, which means your body would be lacking in them. So do you have issues with fat breakdown, protein breakdown? Then make sure you have the enzymes with that support. So what I mean is amylase breaks down starches and carbohydrates into sugars, Protease breaks down proteins into amino acids. Lipase breaks down lipids, which are fats, oils, and fatty acids. So not everyone needs all of those. But I think in general, if you're just getting started, um, that could be helpful. 
you can certainly test for what you would need. And that's something that you would talk to your provider for, or you can ask me questions as to, you know, what kind of tests would I need for that? Cause I feel like I need digestive enzymes, but I don't know which ones to pick. So I can help talk you through that. So again, you know, this is to help you become a better consumer. Yes, it can take time upfront to do some research, check those certificate of analysis, you know, you check in, uh, you know, what are some of the things, what are the com- supplement companies that I share that I use more of? I mean, I'm, I'm pretty open. I share the ones that I take and the ones that I take obviously are ones that I've looked into. So hopefully you feel confident in that too. Um, but yeah, it can be some time up front. But once you get those brands and companies you're comfortable with, you're pretty much set. Um, and you don't need to become an expert overnight. We're all still learning, including myself. Every month I feel like I'm like, oh, there's this new company. I got to look into them. Or I saw so-and-so post about this. I wonder if that would be a good fit for me. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, you've said a lot about um, when it comes to supplements, I feel like people either go like all in and they're taking a bunch of different things or they really buy into supplements or they're not taking them at all and don't believe in them or whatever. So where do you suggest that people start in figuring out you know, and this might just be like a consult with you or going to their physician and asking for certain labs. Where do you start with figuring out what could I be supplementing that might be helpful for where I'm at and what I need? Yeah, that's a great question. And kind of what you said Mm -hmm. in the question of maybe get some lab work done. Yeah. Get like, you know, um, a standard lab work, uh, look at your metabolic panel, do things like that. Maybe I know we've talked about this too in the podcast, but us here in the Midwest, like vitamin D would be a really Mm -hmm. great thing to get checked out frequently because we're pretty deficient in it in this area. So you could start with that, you know, looking at vitamin C, that was a big one in the past year and a half. People Mm -hmm. have been checking, Mm -hmm. looking at their zinc levels. Um, you know, all of these things can be really helpful. Um, but yeah, you could also schedule a consultation with me and we'll talk about that. I can give guidance on Mm -hmm. what labs would be appropriate. Um, because, Yes, there's times to get specific of like, you really need this specific supplement for this specific need. But for the most part, there are some good general ones that most people in the population could benefit from. And again, it goes back to the sourcing of our food of we're not getting it through our food like we think we are. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do recommend test, don't guess. Um, And that could, that I think also puts some people at ease Mm -hmm. um, because it can be overwhelming to start something. You're like, I don't really even know if I need this. I just heard this is beneficial. Everyone else has taken echinacea. So maybe I will too. Right. So I think that there's a fine line, but why not just reach out to someone who can Mm -hmm. give you, you know, point you in the right direction? Yeah, absolutely. That makes a lot of sense. And like you said, I think people are more comfortable to look into that. So then if somebody, let's say they get their panels back and they're low in one area, how long do you recommend that they take a supplement before they retest to see where they're at? That's a great question. Um, I'm sure it depends to some extent, right? Yeah, it does depend. But okay, so we'll take my my little, I have a personal example from this recently. So I did a cortisol test, a 24-hour free cortisol. I looked at my cortisol needed support, needed to support my HPA axis. And so I started a HPA axis supplement. It's just a bunch of herbs, they're adaptogens. And so I was on it for six weeks. Mm-hmm. I did eight weeks, actually. I did eight weeks. And then I um, am going to retest. Okay. So I feel like that's a decent amount depending yeah. on, again, also, if you check vitamin D and you're like in the teens, then 
I would assume actually at that point, you're probably getting a prescription for vitamin D. Yeah. Um, but if you're like really, really low at this level, then you might need to be on it a little bit longer if you're not going high dose. Mm-hmm. Um, if you, if it's something that like is borderline thing, you're not quite optimal, then maybe you do only six to eight weeks and then you can retest. Yeah. You could also retest every three months if you want, you know, that's something you could do. I do think that generally speaking, looking at labs at least once a year Mm -hmm. is what people need to do. But if you have some red flags or some yellow flags, even I would do every six months. Okay. And then let's say you take that supplement and things are looking much better, you know, eight weeks, three months, whatever it is. Um, when do you back off of that supplement? And then how long do you back off before you retest? Cause like, can your body take over and start to produce that a little better on its own? I mean, I know obviously like vitamin D here, we're just yeah. it's gloomy in the winter and yeah. that's part of the issue, but like, does your body take over at some point? Yes. And that's part of those three <clears throat> pillars of what <throat> supplements do. So we'll use the digestive enzymes as an example. So your body should be producing enzymes to break mm-hmm. down your food, but due to stress, medications, lifestyle things, lack of sleep, our body stops making those enzymes or it might be making less of them, which is why you're having these digestive issues. So if you're taking digestive enzymes and you're getting those in, it's, I like to use the term like muscle memory almost Mm -hmm. for your body of like, oh yeah, we're supposed to do this. Like maybe, you know, we, here's what our body should be doing or now we have a little extra support. So with digestive enzymes, I like, if you start feeling better and you're like, I'm not bloated anymore, and maybe you're taking them three times a day. So with breakfast, lunch, and dinner, try doing with breakfast and dinner. Mm-hmm. And then if you're still feeling good and you feel like that, then maybe only take them at breakfast. And then you titrate down because mm-hmm. you can titrate up with supplements. So maybe instead of taking two digestive enzymes with lunch, you start by taking one or whatever it is. You can also titrate back down. And so if you're noticing that you're you're feeling better, things are getting better, then yes, I would titrate down. Very rarely do I suggest for things like that, that you would just do cold turkey. I think it can be a little bit of a shock. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's the goal ultimately is to get your body to be doing what it should be doing. On its own. Yeah. Yeah. And and this is just a reminder of like the body's amazing capacity to heal and relearn things. I think we so often get in this state of like, well, I have low this. And that's just who we are now, or I have back pain and I'm just this person with back pain. Right. And so, you know, I think that's where like working with a coach really comes in too on help having somebody to guide you on like where to titrate up or down and how to eventually hopefully not need Mm -hmm. as many supplements, um, or when you need to make a shift because, Hey, maybe this thing goes up, but Hey, there's this other area that now it wasn't a priority, but now we can work on that. Right. Yeah. And, you know, personally for me, so I've done digestive enzymes on and off for three years. Mm -hmm. I'll go, you know, maybe two to three months taking them. And then I stop for another two to three. Some, I mean, I think I've been off of them or I was off of them for like eight months at one Mm -hmm. point. And you just pulse them back in when you need it because my stress had gone up. I was getting bloated. My digestion was off. And I was like, I think I need to add these in. And I did some testing and I was like, okay, I definitely need to add these specific ones in. And I did that, but I'm not planning on being on them forever. Right. Right. And so it's just, you pulse certain things and same thing for the adrenals. Mm -hmm. You want to pulse those. You don't, you 
if you're having to take that long term, then there's a bigger issue here because mm-hmm. your adrenals should be pumping out properly what yeah. you know what they need in those hormones. So if you're having issues with that long term, then I think there's a little bit more digging that needs to take place. But again, I took that supplement for eight weeks, feeling good. Do I need to go back to it? Maybe at some point. And I'm kind of keeping tabs on how I feel. But yeah. for now, I feel like it did its job. My body is like, okay. But again, this goes back to what I said. Supplements only work as well as we do. So I wasn't taking that adrenal supplement to have better energy throughout the day, thinking this is my magic pill. This is done. There is no magic pill. Yeah. And so I knew that I needed to do the work. So I was getting to bed earlier. I was, you know, getting my morning light. I was doing, Mm -hmm. you know, managing my stress, all of that, just so that the supplement had a little bit better chance at even working. Yeah. That's a great point. So do you have a health challenge for us this week? Yes. So the challenge this week is to go look in your supplement cabinet. Some people call it their little pharmacy (laughs) uh, and pick a supplement that you use a lot of. Maybe there's a brand you gravitate towards. And look up to see if you can find the certificate of analysis. Um, again, go to their website or even maybe just like in your search engine, you know, Gaia Herbs certificate of analysis or whatever and see what you find. It's typically like a downloaded form, like maybe mm-hmm. an Adobe file or something. Sure. Um, and look it over. And if you don't know what it means, look a little bit further. Yeah. You can do it. I believe in you. Um, and then I'd love if you shared that on social media or just like message me and say, Hey, I looked it up that, you know, that was really interesting or tell me what you found. Yeah. Um, and I guess an additional, if we want to do bonus points for a uh, health challenge is share this episode with somebody, Yeah. share it on your social media, share it with your family member. Um, that means the world to us. It really helps us reach as many people as we, you know, we hope to reach with this information. Um, so every time you share this stuff or you tag us and stuff, it really, really does mean a lot. So yeah. just continue to do that. And as always, if you have any questions, please reach out. I am at Holistically Restored on Instagram. And I am at Absolute Kinetics PT. All right, everyone. Have a great week. 